0: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Some areas of our country are doing very well, others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction you must stay at home we can no longer from today onwards be
1: proud we can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless unlawful killing, sly racism of another human being based only on what their
0: skin color we are worried that uh, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people
1: This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school, on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Hi everyone, and welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. A U.S. envoy has arrived in Tel Aviv for de-escalation talks as unrest between Israel and the Palestinians heats up. Officials have been sent over to take part in talks with Israeli, Palestinian and U.N. officials and reinforce what U.S. diplomats said was the need for a sustainable calm. This week's violence in Gaza and Israel has been reported to be the worst since 2014. Israeli airstrikes on the targets in the Gaza Strip killed 10 people on Saturday, while Palestinian militants there fired rockets into Israel. Saturday is the day when Palestinians commemorate what they call al nakba the catastrophe. It marks the day after the anniversary of Israel's independence in 1948, when hundreds of thousands of Palestinians fled their homes or were displaced. The violence came after weeks of spiraling Israeli-Palestinian tension in East Jerusalem, which culminated in clashes at a holy site revered by both Muslims and Jews. Hamas, the militant Islamist group which rules Gaza, began firing rockets after warning Israel to withdraw from the site triggering retaliatory airstrikes. At least 133 people have been killed in Gaza and eight have died in Israel since the fighting began. On Thursday, Israel's military called up 7,000 army reservists and deployed troops and tanks near its border with Gaza. It said a ground offensive in Gaza was one option being considered, but a decision had yet to be made. On Friday, clashes spread to the West Bank with at least 11 Palestinians killed and hundreds injured. Israeli forces used tear gas, rubber bullets and live fire as Palestinians threw petrol bombs. An estimated 10,000 Palestinians have left their homes in Gaza since Monday because of the conflict, according to the UN. But appeals to Israeli and Palestinian leaders have so far failed to produce a ceasefire agreement. And next.
0: The capacity for receiving and processing children into the system has been vastly reduced due to COVID. That has hindered the ability of the Biden administration to admit and process people into facilities appropriate for care of children. This is not the time uh, to come. We don't. We have not had the time to put in place an immigration system, uh, an immigration policy. We don't have the processing we need at the border.
1: The White House has vowed to investigate reports that migrant children were forced to remain on board buses overnight as they waited to be relocated away from the border. Biden's press secretary, Jen Psaki, called it outrageous and vowed to probe how we got to this point, how this possibly happened. Claims about migrants being kept on buses comes amid an unprecedented influx of
0: migrant children to U.S. facilities. The Biden administration changed one of Trump's policies to say that unaccompanied children would no longer be turned back. So that's one of the reasons we're seeing an uptick now. Before the new president took office, we didn't have these types of numbers coming across. We see unaccompanied children all the time.
1: In March, a record-breaking 19,000 unaccompanied migrant minors entered the U.S. through the southern border. In April, the number dropped to around 17,200. More than 50,000 parents and children traveling as families also crossed into the US that month. In one report by NBC News and the Dallas Morning News, a 15-year-old boy from Honduras was left on board a bus in Dallas, Texas, from Saturday to Wednesday. That was before the bus eventually departed for the long journey to be reunited with his mother in Seattle a distance of over 2,000 miles, 3,200 kilometers. According to US media, the children used the toilet and ate aboard the bus. The bus company owner told NBC News that some children wait on the vehicles just a few hours and others are kept overnight. He said the coaches are often littered and have overflowing bathrooms. These claims sparked outrage and the Health and Human Services Secretary, Xavier Becerra. Argue that the U.S. Department is legally required to take custody of the children after their first 72 hours at U.S. migration facilities. And finally… China has successfully landed a spacecraft on Mars. The six-wheel Zhurong robot was targeting Utopia Planitia, a vast terrain in the planet's northern hemisphere. The name for the robot is derived from Zhurong, the god of fire in ancient Chinese mythology. The vehicle used a combination of a protective capsule, a parachute, and a rocket platform to make the descent. The successful touchdown is a remarkable achievement given the difficult nature of the task. It took 17 minutes to unfold its solar panels and send a signal back to Earth. The current distance to Mars is 320 million kilometres, which means radio messages take almost 18 minutes to reach Earth. All other countries that have tried have either crashed or lost contact soon after reaching the surface. Chinese President Xi Jinping congratulated the missions team's outstanding achievement in a special message. So far, the probe has spent time surveying Utopia, taking high-resolution images to pinpoint the safest place to put the rover down. The aim with all such ventures is to pick up a spot that is devoid of imposing craters and where the landscape isn't covered in large boulders. Until recently, China has been focused on putting rovers on the moon and bringing lunar samples back to Earth. This month, it launched its first segment of a new space station above Earth. Now that Zhurong has got down successfully, scientists will try to get at least 90 Martian days of service out of it, studying the local geology. A day or sol on Mars lasts 24 hours and 39 minutes. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first.